0: Hello, Cryptonauts! Today we are recording for January 1st, 2021. On today's episode of Cryptocurrency Chat, we're going to talk about the top 10 daily stats, as well as your crypto news of the day. I'm your host, Blockchain John. Alright, Cryptonauts, first reminder... We do have a Discord channel available for cryptocurrency chat in which I will leave a link in the description below. If you're interested in collaborating with me or becoming a sponsor, you can reach out to me through that Discord app or through the Anchor app. With that said, let's get started with your top 10 daily stats. Starting off with Bitcoin, settling at $37,869.17 with a 4.7% gain. Second place, Ethereum, settling at $1,669.92 with a 9.7% gain. Third place, Tether, settling at $1.00 with a 0.3% gain. Fourth place, Polkadot, settling at $21.14 with a 22.1% gain. Wow. 5th place, XRP, settling at $0.39 cents with a 1.9% gain. 6th place, Cardano, settling at $0.44 cents with a 4.7% gain. 7th place, Litecoin, settling at $156.88 with a 5.1% gain. 8th place, Chainlink, settling at $25.62 with an 8.2% gain. Ninth place, Bitcoin Cash, settling at $451 with a 3.3% gain. 10th place, Finance Coin, settling at $52.99 with a 2.9% gain. All right, Cryptonats, that is your top 10 daily stats. Your overall total market cap is at $1.1, $1.168 trillion, up by 7.8%. Wow, 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 wow. All right, CryptoNauts, let's get started with your crypto news of the day. cryptonauts next reminder we are using decrypt.co to get our daily news as well as coingecko.com to get our daily stats make sure you collect your daily candies with that said we're going to get started with our crypto news of the day with jake how you doing jake hey john doing well thank you very much wow you, you sound really really loud or is that my is that my headphones hold on one second let's see here okay there you go so um i'd appreciate your commentary on the news that we got going on so whatever you feel like talking about i'm just gonna go ahead and uh just just talk about the news so we're reading on january 6th uh written by matt husey future traders fear correction as bitcoin hits another all-time high while europe and the u.s grapple with more bad news around covid bitcoin's doing its thing again overnight btc surpassed the $35,000 mark and at the time of writing, is holding. The push seems to be linked to an explosion in trading volume, according to data site Nomics. In the past 24 hours, Bitcoin's volume is up nearly 21,000%. Upon closer inspe- inspection, the vast majority of the volume is deemed non-transparent by Nomics, suggesting it's but trading helping to enhance the price. Stranger still, an obscure South Korean crypto exchange called. Cashierist account accounted for 99% of Bitcoin's daily volume. The exchange, which up until yesterday never broke into the top 10 exchanges by volume and is ranked poor on Nomex data transparency scale, saw $18.4 trillion moved between BTC and the Korean Wong. Something feels fishy here.
1: Wow, that does sound very strange.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, next news written by Liam Frost. Bitcoin is settling more value than Ethereum again. Bitcoin's blockchain has outpaced Ethereum in terms of the, day, uh, the daily tr- transferred value, reaching 14 billion dollars per day versus the latter's 13 billion billion dollars. Money Movers data shows today, more value was being moved daily across the Bitcoin's blockchain and uh, than Ethereum for the most of the respective histories. But on September 2nd, 2020, Ethereum overtook Bitcoin for the first time, processing 6.5 billion dollars daily. But in the last few weeks, surging institutional interest and rising prices have put Bitcoin back in the driver's seat. Quote, MicroStrategy is one example of an institution that has gobbled up massive amounts of Bitcoin, roughly $2.4 billion based on today's prices. Institutional adoption of Ethereum is gaining momentum, but not still on the same level as Bitcoin. Jason Brown, Director, Director of Business Development at Composable Smart Chain Platform, Komodo Code Decrypt
1: there's there's a lot of concern out there in general i'll just jump in here real quick um obviously we got the hedge fund managers complaining that they're being duped but really that's been going on for years it's just the little guys is doing it to them and they're, they're all you know upset about it but there's a lot of money changing hands really really fast right now and so it's not really that surprising to see the establishment going hey this could be a bubble hey everybody be careful and it's like you know yeah i agree but the one thing that's changed if, if anything Particularly with crypto, as of late, is that anybody can play. Whereas it's instead of the establishment or just people with lots of money in the past were the only ones who could play for the most part, or even just anybody who just had, happened to have you know hundreds of millions or tens of millions of dollars could play with a lot more money. Now, now it's become kind of like the old West, but with finance, but everywhere. You know, so it's it's like yes, Wall Street is affected by this and things are going up and they're saying oh it's a bubble, it's a bubble. Yeah, maybe it isn't a bubble. Maybe we just finally have money from other people involved, and that's why it's changed so much. So,
0: all right. Next news, written by Scott Chaplina. FCA ban on crypto derivatives comes into force today. The Financial Conduct Authority ban on crypto based products for retail investors in the UK comes into force today. The British financial services regulator announced the ban in October of 2020. The FCA considered crypto based products and ill crypto let me do that again the fca considered crypto-based products ill-suited to retail customers because of a lack of a reliable valuation the prevalence of financial crime prime volatility as well as the retail customers lack of understanding of crypto assets the fca viewed these as uh, view these risk to mean the retail consumer could suffer harm from sudden and unexpected losses if they were to invest in these products the ban covers a sell, marketing, and distri- distribution of any derivatives of crypto assets like options and futures.
1: Yeah, that is one of the other issues is that uh, the reason that we kept, or we, <laughs> uh, the main investment, at least in the United States, had kept the little people out as, as people with very little money to lose uh, was because if you do lose, you could be losing most of what your income is. And that's the reason for the longest time it was like either you had uh, an annual income of $240,000 or you just happen to have seventy thousand dollars that's just sitting around you don't need for anything and so you know people who don't have but maybe a hundred bucks could lose that hundred bucks or maybe they have you know a couple thousand dollars that they're putting in but that's really their nest egg and they should be holding on to that in savings and not putting in investments i mean a lot of people and i've talked about this before and you know in this podcast uh with Bernie madoff people put their money with birdie madoff and they could be it could be the life savings it could be just a little amount but a lot of people lost everything they had say you know sort of their job if they even had a job at the time when he you know stole it from them so that's part of the reason i mean i understand the reason why they say they do it but you know there are still restrictions in place even if robin hood like or places like robin hood let the little guy trade um But, you know, there are risks. I I hope everybody knows that. (laughs) This isn't
0: free money. Yeah, 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 exactly. All right, next news written by Matt Husing. Read Decrypt on the IPFS network. You can now read all your favorite Decrypt articles on the Interplanetary File System, the decentralized file sharing network that opens the door for anyone to take part in the advent of the Web3 age. IPFS is a peer-to-peer protocol for file sharing And website hosting that runs across thousands of computers. It's an open source project with a community of more than 4,000 contributors around the world. Developed by the team at Protocol Labs, an open source R&D lab. All right. Next news. Written by Sharyuwa Malwa. $20 billion is now locked in DeFi projects worldwide. More than 20 billion dollars worth of various cryptocurrencies is now locked in the burgeoning decentralized finance space, as per data from analytics site DeFi Pulse on Wednesday. While 10 billion dollars was locked in DeFi protocols at the start of November last year, use cases like lending, decentralized exchanges, payments, and derivatives have attracted another 10 billion dollars in the past two months alone. Awesome. That's yeah. awesome, man. Keep keep it going. Yeah, keep US it going. the
1: uh, and... craze with the concept of liquidity, has really, really taken off, and that, that was the reason for me. Recently, I, I dropped a little bit of money on Uniswap. Um, you know, when Uniswap came out, everybody dumped their money out of it because they're like, hey, my money's instantly worth tons. I think it started off at like somewhere around eight, eight or nine dollars, I think, and you know, a lot of people dropped it out, and that's why the price dropped. But now the price is just skyrocketing, and, and as of today, I think Uniswap passed twenty dollars. Um, for 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 token, and I, I jumped in at about ten, um, and it was like, yeah, I think the concept of liquidity is actually I don't have to think of it; it's a fact. Liquidity is good for any market. So when you have tokens that yeah. are propo- proponents of liquidity, they're going to go up in value eventually once people realize their incredible value.
0: All right, next news written by Tim Copeland. WikiLeaks Julian Assange is denied bail by judge. WikiLeaks founder Julian Assange has been denied bail today in court. Earlier this week, Judge Vanessa Bar- Easter decided against extraditing Assange to the United States, citing concerns for Assange's mental health. But on the flip side, she won't allow him to return home. Judge Bar- Easter observed that Assange still has a case to answer as the US retains a right to appeal. The judge also referenced Assange previously skipped bail in 2012. As a result, she is, of the view there, is still an incentive for Assange's, Assange to flee. Yeah. Assange won't be extradited to the yeah, US. Yeah, unfortunately. Right.
1: Uh, I mean, Assange, I don't know. I have personally mixed feelings about Julian Assange. Yes, he was opening information that was not really for him to open. I mean, he didn't, he didn't steal the data. Someone else stole it and gave it to him, and he put it out there. So it's like, if you buy something... From a person who stole something are you at fault for stealing it it's a question if you knew it was stolen you might be if you didn't know it was stolen probably aren't but it's the same thing it's like when you buy something that was a stolen thing um you have the right to give it back but then you're out you know the money that you used to buy that person who stole it now in his case it's just information he's not buying anything um and does information want to be free yeah sometimes should it be free oh that's a good question it's hard to say definitively um when it comes to, uh, you know, crimes against humanity, maybe. But uh, but who is the one to make that decision? Is it a moral question? I mean, there's so many things to say about it. So um, I don't know the full story about Julian Assange. I do obviously we know what the opinion of people in, in the world is about him. But um, I do think it's a little awkward for the U.S. to hold such a huge grudge against a man. when It's not like he put, put out secrets just from the U.S. He puts secrets from everywhere. So everybody hates him. At least establishment people hate him. Um, uh, I think if he were to dump, if he were to get everyone's browser history and, and dump that on, on, on the web and like, look at everyone's browser history, it would only barely be embarrassing to those people who had much clout in society. Like you and I, who were barely famous from this podcast, um, might be embarrassed slightly, but we wouldn't be embarrassed on a, everybody knows what Louis, uh, what's his name? Uh, Louis CK did. We all know he's a masturbator in front of people. And now he has to face that he's accepted it. But, you know, with Julian Assange, it's like, eh. who's really
0: at fault here? Louis CK. Wow, I totally forgot about Louis CK, man. You had to bring him up, yeah. huh? <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, next news written by Liam Frost. Ethereum enters top 100 of world's largest assets. Awesome, man, awesome. Ethereum has joined Bitcoin in the top 100 of the biggest assets by market capitalization. It's currently ranked 97, according to analytics platform company's market cap the platform tracks the market capitalization of various assets such as public company stocks precious metals cryptocurrencies and exchange traded funds the market cap is a combined price of all assets or a firm of in ethereum's case the price of all eth currently in circulation at press time ethereum is trading at (laughs) since this is old news this is like come on now at press time ethereum is trading at around 1151 dollars up 11% Eleven percent on the day, according to Coin Market Cap, the growth, uh, the growth pushed ETH market capitalization to over 132 billion dollars and landed it in the top 100, outpacing Citigroup, Philip Morris, and Charter Communications. Yeah, just as a comment right now, awesome. uh, if I'm looking
1: at CoinGecko, and Ethereum is up to or 1684 right now, and it's 20, uh, 11, a little up. over 11 percent in the last 24 hours, and its market cap is it's closing in on 200 billion. <laughs> Can you believe it? That's
0: insane. I, it man, insane, that's but insane.
1: at the same time, remember, it, Ethereum used to track Bitcoin closer, and it's going back toward what it should yeah. have done. When Bitcoin was tracking, and Bitcoin <sighs> and Ethereum were tracking equally, and that's kind of where it's headed. I mean, say Bitcoin's almost up to forty grand again, um, but it's not nearly as high as it once was. I mean, it's at a little over seven hundred billion, but now now Ethereum's creeping up on it to about a third of its value. Um, It's just that there's more Ethereum Mm -hmm. out there. And Ethereum has no cap on it, you can have an infinite amount of Ethereum. Uh, It just has to be mined or produced, whereas Bitcoin has a physical cap.
0: No cap yet until uh, ETH 2.0 is out, right? All right. Next news, written by Liam Frost. Price of Stellar doubles in just 24 hours. The price of the cryptocurrency Stellar increased by more than 100% today, reaching up to 38 cents not a high seen in over two years, according to CoinMarketCap. At press time, XLM is trading at 35 cents, up 103%. This has pushed the token's total market capitalization to over $7 billion, making it the ninth biggest cryptocurrency. One of the main re- reasons for such a surge could actually be the legal problems that Ripple Labs, the company behind XRP, is currently facing, some experts noted. As Decrypt reported, the US Securities Exchange Commission filed a $1.3 billion lawsuit against Ripple on December 22nd. Since then, the price of XRP plummeted while crypto exchanges started to delist it and left and right, creating even stronger downward pressure. Currently, XRP is trading at 20, $0.23, cents, around half the price it had before the and lawsuit. And right now it's trading
1: almost twice that.
0: <laughs> I know, that's crazy, yeah. huh? <laughs> it's it's amazing how a couple, uh, couple of days could just change things, yeah. huh? All right, next news written by Scott Chaplina. XRP petition to the White House hits 35,000 signatures. Over 35,000 people have signed an online petition asking the US federal government to deem the cryptocurrency XRP a currency on December 22, 2020, the Securities and Exchange Commission announced an action against Ripple Labs Inc and over two uh, and over and two of the company's executives alleging they raised over $1.3 billion through an unregistered digital asset security offering. This has caused mass delistings of the token and caused its price to crash. Now, thousands of frustrated XRP fans are throwing a Hail Mary. Quote, the Securities, the securities and Exchange Commission is tasked to protect investors in U.S. securities. It, however, has filed frivolous, frivolous action claiming the cryptocurrency XRP, which has already been deemed a currency by FinCEN, to be a security, the petition states since the SEC action in December XRP's value has nosedived to nearly a net negligible levels. After being priced at $0.56 cents on December 21st, 2020, XRP dropped by 67% to $0.18 cents by December 29th. Lots of XRP news. Next news written by Adriana Hamacher. Leading design agency Koto is giving Polkadot a rebrand. Polkadot is getting a major design revamped, and it's happening on-chain. The new protocol, which allows products to deploy their own interoperable blockchains, announced today that the leading design agency KOTO will be working on its rebrand, uh, re- re-brand with key decisions driven and approved by the Polkadot community and their representatives. While on-chain decisions-making or governance may be nothing new in the decentralized world of public blockchains, it's nothing short of revolutionary for the design industry. Quote. All network participants can weigh in on the brand's direction and evolution, as, as well as the experts who craft it. It's quite unprecedented. Katie uh, Butler, head at marketing a polka dot based project, Moonbeam, one of the communi- community's four project curators, told Decrypt. All right. Next news. That was loud. Next news written by Scott Chaplina. Bitcoin miners are now making $33 million a day what? No way. That's crazy. Yeah, Bitcoin is
1: still quite profitable because it's high price. So,
0: Bitcoin mining revenue is at $33 million per day, according to GlassNote CTO Raphael Schultze-Kraft, a figure that hasn't been seen since 2017. Bitcoin mining revenue tracks the total revenue generated by Bitcoin miners at $33 million per day. The rate has increased to a point that has only been beaten for a total of five days during Bitcoin's famous 2017 bull run in December 2017. The increase also represents a major spike in revenue since Christmas.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Bitcoin is way up there. I mean, people are actually going back and buying Bitcoin miners, even though it takes quite a number of terahash to make one Bitcoin. Uh, your partial, you know, in a a pool, your partial gains are going to be decent. I mean, but they say 33 million a day. That's the sum total of all miners, not just one or two. I mean, there might be somebody out there who owns, you know, a quarter of all of it. That would be amazing. But yeah.
0: Next news written by Will Göttingen. Divinity's $10 billion internet computer finally launches. DFinity, the blockchain tech startup that raised $195 million for its blockchain-based computing network, has announced that a crucial part of its system has now launched. Definity is backed by the likes of Anderson, Horowitz, and PolyChain Capital and aims to compete with a cloud computing system like Amazon Web Services. The internet computer, the Internet Computer's mainnet now exists, reads a new medium blog post from the company's president. Uh, Dominic Williams. The Internet Computer is what Definity calls their ambitious new network. While the statement was shared today, it notes that the mainnet actually went online on December 18th. At 18,000 words, the blog post lays out the project's novella. Uh, in addition to explaining some of the science behind the Internet Internet Computer's recent activation, the note spells out a 20-year plan for the company, which was valued at nearly $10 billion last year. Awesome, and we need we need. More, you know, I'm, I, this was decentralized internet. Is that what, is that what they're guessing. doing? You're the one who read it. That's, <laughs> that's, what it se- that's, what, yeah, that's what it seems like. That's what it sounds like. You know, the yeah, startup, the but the company yeah, has
1: the idea of, they- of, yeah, uh, I guess I can have it exactly. I'm all for open source, but open source still needs support. So the thing that comes down to it is when companies finally realize that they can't own the product anymore, and they, the only thing they can do is make the product and then support it then I think we're moving toward a generally more fair society. It's like anybody can support, you know, anybody can learn the manuals and support something. Uh, So it would be practical for companies. And I'll give the example Red Hat, Red Hat uh, Linux uh, has did that. They produced the operating system. They make new uh, features for it. But the way you pay for it is by paying for support. You know, when you pay for a a license with Red Hat, you're getting support only. you can't really buy the operating system like the Microsoft. So the idea of internet or, or other features and functions that are normal, you know, everyday things in our society being kind of decentralized, then it heads more towards universal support.
0: All right, next Ethereum price breaks past $1,200 at an all time high obviously we know what happened since then ethereum won't be left behind in the bull run that has taken hold of the crypto market traders today are continuing to push the price up taking eth above 1215 dollars per point it's the second most bullish candle ever reported for the price of eth since its all-time high around $1,400. the only time ethereum closed above this threshold with a bullish daily candle was in january 27 2018 at the time a failed price correction then initiated one of the worst price declines in history of the crypto market all right next news written by alexander bitcoins bitcoin on ethereum nears 5 billion dollars as crypto rally marches on bitcoin locked on the ethereum blockchain is worth more than ever but bitcoin holders have started looking elsewhere to make make the most of their investment. More than $4.8 billion worth of Bitcoin is now locked on the Ethereum blockchain, a new all-time high and more than 4% of the total market cap of Ethereum, according to blockchain data uh, provider June Analytics. But it's not because more Bitcoin has been flowing into the de facto DeFi blockchain. In fact, the number of BTC locked is at its lowest level ever since September of last year. The source of the difference comes down to the surging value of Bitcoin that still remains locked in Ethereum in a trend that may well continue if Bitcoin keeps shooting higher. Alright, next news written by Will Gottingen, the former Federal Reserve Governor now on board with Bitcoin. Former Federal Reserve Governor and one-time Bitcoin skeptic Kevin Warsh has changed his tune on the crypto asset following Bitcoin's recent surge and changing attitudes on the regulatory side, the asset now, quote, does make sense in a sensible portfolio, Warsh said today. Warsh made the comment in an interview with Andrew Ross Sorkin, who hosts Squawk Box on CNBC. I think that Bitcoin does make sense as part of a pro- portfolio in this environment, where where you have the most fundamental shift in monetary policy since Paul Walker. Vol- this is a big shift that we're seeing under the, the Powell Fed, rightly or wrongly. Okay, next news, written by Liam Frost. The cryptocurrency market is now worth more than $1 trillion. Nice. The total market capitalization, or the combined price of all cryptocurrencies currently in circulation has just broke above $1 trillion, CoinGecko's data shows today. While it's hard to say whether all those cryptocurrencies in existence is another major milestone for the 6124 digital assets that the platform tracks, behind the milestones Behind this milestone once again lurks the financial crisis, which caused money to flow into safe haven of gold, but also out of gold and into its digital equivalent, Bitcoin. With BTC gains now starting to spill spill into altcoins, we're likely to see greater diversity and a more e- and more even spread among large cap assets. And as I've said before, it's also likely that Bitcoin will capture at least 10% of gold's market. Anthony Trevecci, uh, managing partner of crypto lending service Nexo told Decrypt. All right, next news written by Jeff Benson. Privacy groups try to halt spread of Benson's crypto surveillance. Due to an apparent paperwork mix-up, the deadline to submit public comments on a proposed U.S. Treasury rule that would enable some financial surveillance of private cryptocurrency wallets was quietly extended until tomorrow, January 7th. Four organizations leading the charge against the proposed rule decided to use the extra mile time to rally the public today. Staff members for cryptocurrency advocacy organizations Coin Center, Digital Rights Advocacy Group, Fight for the Future membership group, Blockchain Association, and Pro-privacy organization, organization Electronic Frontier Foundation, took part in a Reddit AMA to discuss the effort to stop a proposed rule from the Financial Crimes Enforcement Network, a bureau of the of the U.S. Security, a bureau of the U.S. Treasury Depart- Department that counters money laundering, and the use of money for illegal purposes. All right next news, written by Jeff Benson. Shapeshift's road to redemption has regulatory hurdles. According to a press release today, Shapeshift is now utilizing the decentralized exchanges to process orders. Quote, Now, Shapeshift customers will be able to trade directly with the external protocols rather than trading with Shapeshift as an intermediary for an easy and seamless user experience, the release reads. This change means that Shapeshift customers will no longer need to provide personal identifiable docu- documentation to meet your customer's regulatory requirements for trading giving customers greater privacy, security, and transparency over their order flow. That's good. All right. Cool. You know, the, the thing about Shapeshift, I, I, I literally stopped using Shapeshift after one yeah. of my transactions failed. And I, I tried communicating with them via email, and they said, you know what? It's, it's a blockchain issue. It's, it has nothing to do with us. But i'm like oh come on man because it was i don't want to say how much it was but it was it was a lot yeah, i learned, I learned <laughs> that the same way
1: the hard way and and i it, tried it, trading out my X Y O coin and it completely failed and i lost it wasn't a huge i like 50 bucks but it was just like maybe i should have gone with two dollars instead of 50 dollars was it was it, uh, oh, off no, of it was Shadeship? Shadeship i was using i was trying to do it through to um metamask now uh what's his name um uh,
0: I forgot his, his first name. Voorhees. Voorhees is the... Uh, let's see if it's on here. Let's see. Let's see. Voorhees. 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 The only reason I... I. I. I, I, I it's not Jason Voorhees because that's... Uh, yeah. You know, that's that guy.
1: Different Voorhees. There's more than one <laughs> Voorhees. <in.
0: laughs> uh, uh, <I'm> <laughs> um, I guess it doesn't say his name. We're trying to keep him. Trying to keep him quiet. Huh? Oh well. Alright, next news and last news of the day, written by Jason Nelson, XRP price rebounds 30% in 24 hours despite legal challenges. December 2020 was a tough month for cryptocurrency XRP following the US Securities and Exchange Commission lawsuit against Ripple Labs, the major force behind XRP. The price, which was as high as $0.64 in mid-December, plummeted to $0.20 just a few weeks later. But the first week of January 2021 has seen the fourth largest digital asset rebound 37% to its current price of 30 cents it's moved 31 percent the last 24 hours alone according to data from coin market cap obviously we we know what happened since then so there you go everything's up well almost everything's up it's a good thing man it's a good feeling like i tell everyone man stack your sats and hodl yeah i guess it's great for
1: those who know but for those who don't know it's it's always somewhat of a challenge to convince people hey you should totally get into this and even though my cousin, as I've said in the past on the show, uh, has been aware of cryptocurrency nearly as, long as, nearly as long as I have, and he's still not into it. I, I try getting him into Celsius, and he's just like, I can't. I can't deal with it because I can't touch my dude. You don't touch any of your money. You don't keep cash under your pillow. So what difference does it make? (laughs) To him, it's it's just a question of really understanding it. Ten percent off, and I guess it even comes down so much as you and I still don't fully 100% understand. Like we've been talking with Mike about you know Raven, and and yet Mm -hmm. we're kind of like, uh, we don't care. It's making us money.
0: All right, Kryptonauts, that is the end. Um, always remember, stack your sets and hodl. So with that said, Kryptonauts, I'll catch you all on the next one. Thanks, John. Thanks, Jake. Adios.